Before we start, can I just give a small, small, small poem okay. for my heart? Please <laughs> proceed then. Black, blackity, black, 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 blackity, black. How am I black? How is the caramel on my skin? I just knew it. Okay, okay. To be black. Mm-hmm. The caramel on my skin. I have to do that again. Okay. To be blackity black. <laughs> Blacky black, 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 black. <laughs> to be black with a caramel soft. <laughs> I can't cannot, do this. You can't make it as a spoken word. Person. <laughs> I can't do this. You won't, you won't take yourself out. serious. I'm laughing with the entire thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's your host, Matilda. Your host, Hadiza. And your other host, Imama. And you're listening to the African Lipso Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to today's episode and we are here, I guess. I, I guess we're here. I guess we're here <laughs> recording. How have your last two weeks been, guys? Good job, I'm proud of you. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> um, my weeks have been good. They've been, yeah, they've been I. Like, you know. Nothing. Still interested. Still interested. Still very interested. <laughs> well, I mean, Valentine's Day came and it went. Valentine's is coming. Wait, no, 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 no. Valentine has come. Still. Where was your boyfriend? Hey, you, you were sitting at home. Lonely. Okay, <laughs> Your mates are getting flowers. <laughs> flowers. <laughs> you are sitting at home. Oh, God provided. Abby, did he? He, I pro- he provided. I mean, I got an almost card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, Yeah, anyways. It was okay, yeah. My two weeks have been good. Quite good, yeah. Nothing to complain about. Yeah. Thankful to God. Yeah. Thankful. How about you, Hadiza? I'd say my two weeks have also been good too. It's just been decent, yeah. That is it. Yeah, that's it. You're not even going to give us a little bit of a detail? Little? Just a little. Just, just a little bit. It's been just gooder than good. Mm. Is that that's detail? Like that. <laughs> More details. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel so I feel like you've described it <laughs> Okay um, Mine have been Up and down Up mm-hmm. and down Like right mm-hmm. before we recorded this episode Like I spent today just like at home And like chilling So like recording is really hard right now So if I sound a bit down It's because I'm tired It's okay mm-hmm. to be down sometimes. It's okay to be Yeah it, it is But like honestly once we start talking I'll start talking Because like my mood is not really dictated Depending By like on. stuff that happens mm-hmm. I'm just a happy person Anyways From last week's episode We had someone just send us like a Like a scenario basically about like empathy I love how every week we're having Like we're starting to have Comments feedback. Love yeah. that Thanks, You guys, guys Seriously again We really really like hearing from you guys And your opinions on what we say I had a lot of people like reach out and be like 
or people I just met in real life and they were talking about how like you know that whole testimony thing we talked about mm-hmm. in the um empathy episode and they were like they never thought about it at all like it is so co- it's so common that like we have normalized, normalized it and like it's not even a thing that we mm-hmm. notice so like yeah they were just saying like it was funny but like bro yeah we really lack empathy mm-hmm. um and I got to meet Tendo one of our listeners and it was really cute he has like a, re- a really cute son and everything mm-hmm. so like yeah. I know I just really like meeting people so like it was really nice meeting him and uh, there was this other girl I met she's a Kenyan well I didn't meet her physically but I met her on the internet she's like a Kenyan I podcaster I met her spiritually and I was going wow. to be so scared hey, my mom must everything be spiritual <laughs> to you I don't know it's just like it's like you meet her physically what like, realm are you operating oh, in <laughs> the spiritual realm obviously um, um, sorry go ahead yeah I just I emailed her like met her on Twitter and like she was we're just like t- having a conversation about podcasting she's Kenyan she was talking about how like you know in that our episode of going back um at moving back and I was mm-hmm. like I'm legit moving back to Kenya mm-hmm. and you know like it was just really nice and I might see her at some point this year but like yeah it was just really cool anyways like so back to the scenario that a listener sent to us I'm just gonna read it out and y'all will tell me what you think about it she was like recently I was watching a movie with some of my friends we're all Nigerian and one of them says I feel raped by this movie I feel raped 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 is the word she used raped uh, okay mm-hmm. very descriptive <laughs> trying in brackets she said trying to imply that it was a waste of her time mm. someone else corrected her and said oh you mean assaulted which <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 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 go right ahead. And she's like, no, I mean ripped. <laughs> so ripped. this whole situation had me on the floor. I'm just like, right. I'm just very, it's just a very interesting use of word. words. Words, yeah. yeah. Like, um, and it's, then she was like, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> Second of all, why are Nigerians like this? Third of all, how do you call people out on their BS when they say stuff like that? And then she was like, haven't listened to the episode yet, but was hoping y'all would have some answers or helpful tips mm-hmm. on that. So are we commenting on rape assaulted, rape assaulted? <laughs> Both, bro. Both. Okay. Yeah, it's just okay. both. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I feel. Mm, what does ahead. it mean to be raped? By a movie. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what does rape mean? Let's start. You know from what? There. Actually, so we can now put it yeah, in context. As our movie. resident as um, <laughs> English teacher is gonna pull that up right now, so we're just gonna wait. Okay. I will read from Cambridge Dictionary. So, rape is to force someone to have sex when they are unwilling, using violence or threatening behavior. That's what rape is. So I guess in that context, like calling the person that would just be to say that's not the right use of the word. Mm -hmm. It's like the movie did not threaten (laughs) to have sex with you. Sexually. It's like, I feel like, I guess like she was probably trying to say it was a waste of her time. Like, you know, she was kind of unwilling to watch it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like the movie just wasted her time. And I feel like it was a waste of time. So for me, the the interesting part of the conversation is the correction. Yeah, I think that was very funny as because, well. Okay, if somebody says, "Oh, the movie," I feel raped by it this. Also, movie. didn't assault you, yeah, right? It's, it's like okay, like that's you know you you can, you're just being extra, right? But then the mm-hmm. person now said, "No, your extraness is too much." Like you were okay, but as in the assault, it just. <laughs> Okay, assault. Assault means to make a physical attack. So it's like a physical attack. Okay, yeah, so it, I kind of... So I mean, I, I guess, guess it's a better word. It's a better word, but it's still not like... 
correct i, I yeah. just i just i feel like it's just a trigger thing i guess like maybe yeah. the friend that corrected her might have had an experience or known someone mm-hmm. personally so that has to... been so she was just like yeah don't use that word that kind of thing but like why does she lack like why does she like lack and like, just use another word it's not that deep yeah like, it's you get like what I mean? yeah i mean i i feel like i feel like the in that kind of situation maybe the reason why the friend was unable to use another word was because they didn't understand why you're ch- like why it was a problem why is it affecting you yeah like why is it affecting you and i feel like this is where the whole empathy thing stand like comes from because it's like if you don't know even though i mean to be very honest you don't really have to know why, why it's affecting somebody they say it's affecting yeah, they them. say it, it is. is it just is yeah but i guess like as nigerians learning to be more empathetic <laughs> but then, but then it didn't really like, say it just said the, somebody was like Oh, no, you mean assaulted. So in the sense that like, there was no exchange of, oh, I don't. Like a dialogue. Like a dialogue. No, it just, but, but no, but, yeah, but how is that? let me give you an explanation. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, so sometime this week we were about to, like, I had friends over mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, let's watch like a comedy show because I really like stand up. And I put on Dave Chappelle. And one of my friends was like, I really don't like Dave Chappelle. That's mm-hmm. I like Dave Chappelle, but I was like, you know what? If you don't want to listen to this, we don't have to. Then we don't have to. No, I agree. This you know what I mean? said, I don't, she said, I don't want to listen to Dave Chappelle. Okay. So if I say, she said, like, no, she didn't say, I don't want to listen to Dave Chappelle. She, she said, I don't like Dave Chappelle. I don't Chappelle. like Dave Chappelle. Okay. That's fair. But then, mm-hmm. okay. So in a situation where let's say I'm watching a movie, for example, and I'm like, for some reason, I say I feel raped by this movie. And somebody tells me, oh, you, the word you mean is assaulted. I would assume the person is correcting my grammar, mm. not necessarily that the person has a problem with the word. The yeah. word I'm using. So I would see it as an attack on So like, why aren't you inquisitive about, like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why I'm being I, like, corrected? I guess, like, I guess I mean? people are different. Like, mm-hmm. not everybody probably has that inquisitive nature. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, But you double down and you're like, no, I no, mean, I mean rape. rape. Okay, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay, okay, I wouldn't do, like, no, I mean rape mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'll but, be like, hmm. I feel like it just kind of goes back to the whole empathy thing because yeah. it's like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of what it is. But, and I feel like as Nigerians, like, learning to be more empathetic or, like, we should be anyways. Yeah. It's like, they, you, they kind of want to know why. Even though, to be very honest, you're not entitled to anybody. Yeah, you're reason, not. But it's like, it's kind of a process where it's like for you to like, you're like, okay, even like this is not in my nature. Now I'm trying to be more empathetic for me to know, sorry, for me to be like, to understand you, to, to be more empathetic. I have to understand you yeah. essentially. So I feel like in that kind of situation, the, maybe the best thing would have been to, you don't have to explain why rape well, just is be whatever. Like, oh, okay. But it's just to, <laughs> no, but it's just because I mean, you do want the person to be better, right? Like if the person mm-hmm. is like my friend mm-hmm. and like, I wouldn't want them to go outside and go and start saying, Oh, I feel raped by this walk. <laughs> Do you go have, it's like, it's like you, you want them to be better. So I yeah. feel like it's just to be like, or like, you know, you can just tell them, um, guy, like, you know, you just don't, just don't use terms like that. And then if they're not like, oh, why shouldn't I use terms like that? Then you cannot explain you if you want to. You cannot be like, yeah. because like, you know, it's just not appropriate. But I feel like it definitely would be just, just saying it, like, you know, even in a joking way, cause like, Nigerians have this thing of like, making like, everything guy, a like, joke. Making yeah. everything a joke. Yeah. Like, they're like, guy, you know, you can't say rape like that. Like, you can't, you can't just use terms like that, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they would not be like, ah, why? Like, you know, it's just rape. They not explain. <laughs> it's not rape. really just rape. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just like I feel like I guess it's just um, her throwing the word out like exactly, yeah. and it's also yeah, it's like a trigger mm-hmm. word. Yeah. For it's the same way like every single thing where like guy, I'm dead. Like you know, <laughs> like it's killing me right now. Like a lot of times, it's not really appropriate. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> okay, yeah. I've started um just using uh, every time I'm saying like dead or something, I'm just like I'm not dead in Jesus. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Under my breath, I'm I'm just always like, you know, this sometimes I write I'm D E D because I I'm not spelling dead. <laughs> I will oh, not yeah. be dead in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, okay, like let's just jump right into the topic. So um first of all, this is Black History Month, so like it can't go without us talking about blackness. Mm-hmm. We're an African black podcast. Black, 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 black. black. Yeah. Um so and then I I had a conversation. So I met someone at some events. They were watching Queen. We were watching Queen and Slim. Oh, I still haven't watched it. Y'all should really watch it. I like I cried at the I end. I have heard like mixed reviews. I've heard it's trash. I've heard it's Do you know good. the thing? I, I did have this discussion with someone and I was like, I feel like the reason I cried is because of the kind of event that it was. We were talk- talking about police brutality and stuff mm. like that and blackness. And then we watched the movie. So mm. if you watch it for it's just a movie, then it, it's probably bleh. But oh, then okay, if you enough. watch it for the significance of it in like this... The context. The context. Yeah. Then you feel it like you're like, hey, it's my fault so that they get better mood. <laughs> With his skin color, you know? Yeah. So after we had like discussions and stuff, and then I met this girl from, um, she's, she has some position in the Carlton, um, Institute of African Studies. Mm-hmm. And like right now she's doing the research on how different sects of the black community in Canada can come together to achieve like a similar goal, which is like to end, not end, but like, I mean, the goal is to end racism in it anti-black racism specifically so um we we went out for like coffee and like we were just talking about what it is to really be black and like black history in canada and like it's not something that i feel anyways we can go in and have this conversation but i feel like it's not something that is generally talked about or even known like black history in canada mm-hmm. and like you know i just thought it's a good thing for us to like discuss and just i want to hear your ideas on it mm-hmm. so ideas uh, or thoughts ideas and thoughts is it not the same thing wait ideas like we're proposing something okay your thoughts okay Sorry, I don't, I don't I, like. I have no idea why I went deep into that. Sorry, <laughs> like, idea of thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, like, what do you think it means to be black? I know it's a very general yeah, term, like, but like, what, what, like, when you think black in terms of just when you say someone is black, what does that mean? Because there's, it's so many ways you can yeah. interpret it. Because when Matilda said in terms of, I was like, which which of the terms? Yeah, I don't want to, I don't yeah, want yeah, yeah. I don't want to put it in your hands. No. I want you to help me understand. So when like as far when somebody tells me, oh that person is, is black. a black person, what comes to your mind? Oh, the color of their skin, quite literally. There are yeah. two types of blackness. Okay, there's a blackness that. <laughs> I said discuss your ideas. She, she has a theory. She said there's two types of blackness. You I guess see? ideas and thoughts. Ideas and thoughts. <laughs> so there's two. There's <clears throat> color of your skin, which mm-hmm. I agree. And then there's an idea of blackness being a culture. Yeah. Which I, is I where like somebody can say that person is so black even if they're not yeah, like, like this like acting black. Type yeah. Of like, I mean, I don't know if you guys are saying, but like the viral pictures of Adele. <laughs> With like gun fingers, <laughs> and someone was like, "Happy Black History Month." Exactly. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, it's like, but I mean, when you tell me someone's black, I guess I don't really think of the culture. I think more. Well, I mean, what comes first to mind, anyways, is more the color of their skin. Yeah, and then when now, when we now for that probe, 
then we can now be like, okay, it's their hair texture. Okay. It's the way they speak. Okay. It's like, you know, the culture. Okay. It's the fact that they're from Africa. Okay. It's like, you know, type things, but. Okay. So then would you, is Meghan Markle black? I, I, I think she's black. Okay. But she doesn't, I mean, prior to this whole thing, she didn't really identify as black. She looked black to me. Like from okay. when I seen her. That's kind of my question when it then comes to like, is it really just the color of but your it is skin? The it color is of the color skin. of your skin. Yes. But then some people and don't like identify as what, what do you mean her features? Like it's like, so for instance, actually she's uh, quite ambiguous. I mean, I honestly, I feel like I saw her and I knew like, she, I just knew she was mixed. Like I knew she like had black in her. Really? There is. Yeah. There's, oh think gosh, so. why can't I, I used to watch suits. I never really, until they brought up the fact that she had a black father. I, I remember you also I, said that you didn't I was think, like, she could legit be anything. You also said you didn't think Alicia Keys was black. But. I never knew Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Wait, are you trying to discredit my black <laughs> radar? Alicia Keys <laughs> was of. screaming black because of all the hairstyles. It's just the hairstyles, but like, why? people can do that no, as well no, no, no. alicia keys is kind of like i know i look white but i'm black i must be that's black. what her, her music videos growing up looked like i mean like now me. seeing it it makes sense to me <laughs> it didn't really make sense to me back then because like when i was in nigeria obviously i didn't really like have an idea of like race we're kind of all black mm-hmm. in nigeria most of us so like i i just generally thought black was like black, black like dark, like dark black. Oh, but then now it's more, it feels a bit more complex because there's some people that have like family that like presents whites, like people that have had like one long standing black ancestor, but then mm. they, they really are, they look, they present like logic unless he screamed it and he keeps screaming mm. it from the top of yeah. the, unless he, um, unless he talks about it, you wouldn't really know that he is black, mm-hmm. but then like, yeah, so then, then, it, yeah, no, it I mean, like, there the are, like, like, there are people that I feel like I would see and I, I wouldn't know that they were black or like that they have black in them type thing. Okay. But I feel like with Meghan Markle, like, I saw her, it's like, she has like, it's her nose. It's like, her color, the color of her skin was not white, white. It wasn't like, it wasn't like. But there's, there's a term for that, ambiguous. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like I saw her and I knew. Like, for instance, like, I don't, have you heard of Slash? No, who's that? Okay, I'll show you guys. A, I'll show you guys a picture. Okay, but like he's black. Apparently, he's mixed. <laughs> no, that nigga ain't black. black. <laughs> it's like he oh, doesn't look black. There's like Rashida <laughs> Rashida Jones as well. Black? Like Rashida Jones is black. Oh my gosh, yes, her. That's but her she, from from the office. Yeah, like her nose, everything. She looks white. Like she looks proper no, white. She's yeah. white. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, but apparently her dad, her dad is like some popular um, yeah, actor or his, something. Yeah, what's his good. name? I think her dad's Quincy Jones. Yes, yes, yes. That's who it is. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. But again, it, yeah, her dad's Quincy Jones. Her, her no, dad is black, black. It's black, black, black. Her dad is black. Really mixed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I feel like yeah for some people you obviously you can't tell but mm-hmm. for me it's like the way i identify black anyways is the color of their skin and then obviously when we now start getting into the little intricate intricate details i can now start being like okay you know maybe you look white but per chance you happen to be black. <laughs> i love that word so much mm-hmm. but, it, it um, appears that your grandfather was black yeah so, yeah <laughs> um yeah okay so that kind of um i mean i was talking about how um with her i was just like what exactly then 
because they group us together, especially mm-hmm. when you come to like a Western society where like black is the minority. And according to like the 2016 c- census in Canada, black is like 3.5% of the population. Now it's really weird. I, when I, I read that, I was like 3.5. That's crazy small because like, I mean, in, in Ontario, especially like you see, you see black around you all yeah. the time. So you forget that you, are in a white majority country Mm -hmm. regardless yeah it's actually very funny because like i i also did it really deep that we're that small until you said it and i just remember that i do have a co-worker it's okay we're guys we're friends if you happen to listen to this yeah he'll be all right anyways (laughs) (laughs) i have a co-worker who is from hey god it's so don't worry we're not i mean there's a lot of white people from that That's city. No one's gonna. Who's from New Brunswick? Okay. And um, I remember like we're we're talking like when he first moved to my team and everything. Like we're talking and all of that. And it's like he proper didn't know any black people. He didn't know any black people. Like I was probably like one of his first few black friends. Mm -hmm. He was saying about how in in his school there was no black people, like no black person. Like he's actually like one of the whitest people I know. And (laughs) I introduced him to Destiny's Child. Yeah. Tell me about that. He didn't know any Destiny's Child. Child. He didn't know. We're like, oh, remember um, Beyonce's the group Beyonce was in. Yeah, she was in a group. Exactly. What? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's currently opening her mouth. By the way, but yeah, it's like he didn't know like like a lot of things. Like he didn't even like he didn't understand like. I mean, I, I'm not saying like I have taught him, but like he has definitely learned a lot because like, I remember one time like he was talking about how he saw me, how he thought he saw me at the gym. And I was like, oh, like, you know, why do you think that? And he's like, oh, like, you know, he just saw like this black girl with like hair. Like I was, I like to me, it's like, I feel like I wasn't really offended because like I know him, right? Like I know the person he is. I know he did not um, mean it offensively, but um, like. So I was like, oh yeah, no, that was not me. That was just like another person. But somebody else on the team was like, you can't say that. Like, you know, you can't say things like that. And after, and after he did like apologize, was like, I'm sorry, Tiff. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean it in any way. And I was like, yeah. oh no, it's okay. And I explained to him why it was a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like he understood and he was like, okay, perfect okay. <laughs> type thing. But it's just funny because like there are actually other provinces and a lot of places in Canada where it's, it's white. Yeah. yeah. Explain why is it a problem? Why is it a problem? That, Ugh, long that he feels that all like, black people look alike. It's no, that he, he made a mistake. No, so yeah, that is is what Matilda said. It's like it's yeah. thinking like all black people look alike. Mm-hmm. It's and like not taking the time to actually see, see what they you look as a like, person and just seeing the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the. I remember one time. I cannot actually say this one. Never mind. I shall remove really? it because I can't say. I have to say off. Why? Off why? Because I don't want to get fired. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> Madu. Okay, so the reason why I asked that question is Sosa, Esa Sosa. Her name is Esa Sosa. Let's switch it up. The reason I asked that question is because I know, like I read online. Okay, so let me tell you something that happened to me when I first came to Carlton, right? Yeah. There was this, like, initially... Um, for East Asians, like coming from Nigeria, I couldn't like I I found it difficult to differentiate. like differentiate or identify if I just spoke to this person earlier or something like that, mm-hmm. right? But then I I felt like okay, so but then eventually, like oh, after a very short period of time, I could identify or differentiate between. What like, does that mean? Asians. Gross. What does that mean? You <laughs> cared to not that's what make I'm saying. that difference. So that's what I'm saying. So okay. why why so so the thing is when like I agree with that. So that's why I asked the mama like, 
Why was it? A Why problem? was it a problem? Just so she could speak about it. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, for that guy, your coworker, like it's understandable that, like you know, at first he couldn't differentiate because, like you said he had not had any contact with any mm-hmm. black person uh, as compared to people who you know they see black people every day and they want mm-hmm. to go and tell you that oh they made a mistake or so yeah like they, they can't differentiate yeah that, mm-hmm. that, that especially when like you sense. look nothing alike with yeah, yeah 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 okay um yes so um those small micro i i don't know if i would say microaggressions but they are i think they are um, but I think it's those small things and also saying like, Oh, I understand and stuff like that. I'm also the same way where I'm just like, I, I it doesn't really mean that much to me. Saying you understand? Like saying that you do understand that like they don't mean it offensively and stuff like that. Who's mm-hmm. they? The Caucasians. <laughs> but like as in who is saying they like they understand that? No, I was guessing there. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> A joke. <laughs> you said, "What do you mean by semi prance?" Yeah. Okay. Continue. But like, it's just basically like I kind of have similar opinions, and mm-hmm. that's what I was expressing. Okay. But this girl um, that I was speaking with seems to have a more defensive um, approach to like Canadian racism mm-hmm. because, like, we we speak of it as if it's it's like you know it's the small microaggressions. It's obviously not as bad as like the U.S. and mm-hmm. like other places. But I think that it's not true. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of systemic problems in Canada, like, mm-hmm. against, like, black people. And I think it's only in recent times that there seems to be a lot more discussions about it. Like, I, I went to this other thing this week about, like, being black and being Muslim. They mm-hmm. had, like, there's a lot of black history events this February, mm-hmm. and they've been so informative, like, Honestly, it's been so good. But I went there and they're like, a lot of times the white Canadians are like, they feel a bit attacked because they're like, oh, we're not that bad. We're not as bad as like the US. It's like racism is not really that much of a thing in Canada. Like you guys are Mm. making, you're blowing it out of proportion. You're being influenced by the black Americans. And that's why we're talking that we're just like kind of attention seekers and stuff like that. And I think we we have a certain privilege in that we weren't born here. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that we, first of all, we come into this system already being privileged. We um, come in to just get a university degree. So we're not even paying our tuition. We don't really have to collect loans. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we come and we graduate already in a better position than like someone the who average. might have grown up, yeah. up or someone who came here as a refugee, for instance, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I find that a lot of the opinions that we've been having about blackness especially within the Nigerian Canadian community or African specifically like recent African immigrants Mm -hmm. has been very privileged. And that's why we're not speaking enough about like the black issues. But like recently I feel like there have been a lot of conversations and I think there should be more because there's racism in Canada. No, there is actually. And there it's is. sometimes as bad. It's just not as spoken about. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's actually, um, it's actually funny. Cause when you were speaking, I was just remembering like the whole instance of like Jane and Finch type. Jane so, like, and Finch. Just, Jane, Jane and Finch, Finch is this, is this area. It's in a Toronto. neighborhood in Toronto. It's a neighborhood yeah. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And there's like just like a lot of, 
um, gang violence with, yeah or like violence yeah in violence and it's like it just it's i mean people think of it as like a black community type thing like it's yeah. not that and it's like like when you just like think about like things like that and how like it has been labeled as, as that and yeah. it's just like even in actually in ottawa um there <laughs> is, is it, this, um um what's it vanier Vanier? It, it, yeah, actually, it's, no, it's not Vanier. There's this area, I think it's like in the south or something, where a lot of Somalis are. Okay. Like, it's like a lot of, like, black, obviously. People. And it's like, apparently, it's been like really, really heavily gentrified. And like, they've been, um, not rioting, but like, they've been appealing to the mayor, things like that. Like, they shut down, like, apartments and they're trying to build, like, Anyways, gentrification, Shab. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm like, it's actually interesting because I have seen those things once in a while, but like, it's nothing I have fully sat down to pay attention to. Yeah. But it is something that I have like definitely seen and I haven't read up on it that much, but I, I remembered, I fully remembered the one that happened in Ottawa because I mean, I'm in Ottawa and like, I don't even know. I think so. I was, I had a Somali friend. Actually, I don't know where he is. I should probably message him, but I had a Somali yeah. friend. Like, we're talking about it and I was just like, oh interesting i did not know this like <laughs> that what, what was he saying like just like about like, oh the gentrification thing was going yeah. through in ottawa yeah i'm like that's, that's wild so it's more or less like even though they say in canada it's different whenever there's any sort of violence coming up from a certain community or something they don't see it as okay this is because this community comes from this kind of upbringing or background they just see it as oh this is a black, black. person thing this mm-hmm. is this is associated with other black issues relating to relating to like america so therefore it's a black person problem and not like sorry a problem. explain that in the sense that okay so usually whenever there's a problematic neighborhood right the what you you're supposed to look at is where how come this neighborhood is problematic as compared to this neighborhood right but then i feel like simplifying it by just saying oh this is a black Black people thing people thing it's Mm. now like like you're not as like we we don't have to treat the issue yeah you're not as inclined to like fix it yeah like gene and finch for instance it's it's low-income black like people and that's why it's there's so much violence you get mm. what i mean and they're not treating it as these people are immigrants they literally come here with yeah. nothing yeah. and the government isn't like doing as much to like make the problem better they just so label as black black community black problems mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah it's like and, yeah. putting a label on it so they don't have to fix it because it's like oh this is a culture thing yes mm. like it's part of their culture we don't know how to go around like yeah um so but uh, another thing is um do we know if the government has actually tried in some way and like That's what challenges say, they're going to no face idea. i haven't even looked into it so i couldn't even say like you know we're just saying from our perspective but like have they actually tried and if you have again I, yeah problems? same i wouldn't know i yeah. actually don't know what they have done to mm-hmm. curb the problems mm-hmm. but the girl did bring up the fact that like 50 something percent of black women are living below the poverty line or something like In that Canada? yeah 50? of black women or black people women i guess like because oh, of i think they're talking about like because a lot of them are like single mothers and stuff mm. again i'm going to check again on these 50%. values that's a lot of people when she brought it i was like yeah that mm-hmm. is a lot of people but then that's that's another thing i wanted to discuss because like you know you brought up the somali thing mm-hmm. and i think the fact that we are so different um and a lot of the problems are black problems to an extent because it's kind of like they see the color they already assume stuff and already because they're like poor 
it, it affects them more and stuff. But mm-hmm. being like Nigerian, I moved here recently and being privileged, you don't associate yourself with the problem. So you kind of don't try to contribute to helping the problem and mm-hmm. stuff like that. In so, fact, if anything, you even like detach. Yeah, you detach like, or yeah. you, or you, like I've also heard like negative comments about, about, about them. Those so, communities. You're not helping. What's the word? I'm trying to look for. It's like when you're not helping something, you are enabling it. Enabling, yeah, yeah. You're enabling the problem, yeah. Yeah, I think that oh. we do. So it's kind of like I, I asked the question, "What exactly is black?" Mm-hmm. Because the girl um brought up and she was like, "A lot of times we've made it like this cultural thing," and I felt like a bit sad when she was like, "It's not a cultural thing; it's a political thing." Because I I love what is deemed as black culture, like not necessarily black American culture, for mm-hmm. instance, but I like feeling a sense of um I forget the word, solidarity mm-hmm. with the next mm-hmm. black person because it's like we do go through like similar issues. So it's like mm-hmm. when black people gather and stuff, I feel a bit like in a, a, I feel safer in a like we, in yeah, like, no, definitely. do you get what I mean? It's so like it's, it's my people. Yeah, but like how can you call them your people if it's not a cultural thing? But actually, I guess like, like, when you say it's not a culture thing, now that I think about it, because you mentioned Black American culture, what is Black culture? I don't know that there is. I don't know and that there, there is Black culture. Yeah. So I guess I, I can agree with what she said. Like, and I never actually thought about it until you said it because yeah. it's like there is African American culture. Yeah. There is. I feel like there is African culture. Then break it down. There's like West African culture, East African culture, North African culture, things like that. It's like there is like the Black British culture. Okay. With like. I don't know their slangs and like you know whatever like the way they whatever. So can we but appropriate like, like other sex of like I think black, so. yeah I okay. think so and I feel like a lot of people appropriate the Black American culture, culture. which is we, why yeah. which is why I feel like a lot of times it's like our issues are not as seen. So like for instance, like w- when you say our, actually when I say our, what do I mean? I guess yeah. I mean black Canadians or like even black British okay. people. Okay. Like, I mean like the black British people, they like, they definitely in their community, their issues are, they're, they're trying to make their issues seen. But in the world view, it's like the issues that are mainly seen is the black American issues. Like issues, for black yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, for well, black like when you're speaking about like black people, like the issues that we experience, it's mainly, they're, you're, they're, you're usually mainly talking about it from a black American point of view. And I feel like I've even found myself doing that where it's like, oh, like, you know, issues black people experience, like police brutality, things like that. Do it's you like, know that there's I, police brutality in, in Canada? Yeah, actually. Like yeah, when I we, when I went for that event, mm-hmm. the, there was a black boy there mm-hmm. and he was actually mixed because his mom was white and his mom was there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was really, he's really young, like mm-hmm. getting my license young, like 16 or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, a lot of his mates started getting like their licenses and everything. And he noticed that he was putting off his, um, getting his license for a really long time. And he actually sat down and he was like, why, why is he doing that? He's mm-hmm. like, because he's scared. Like he's scared to drive because mm-hmm. he's seen on so many occasions, like being stopped, like his dad, because his dad is the black one, mm-hmm. like being stopped over and over again. Like, and there was even a time that they, they asked them to come out and like they were like pulling, like getting violent with them. Mm-hmm. And they were just coming from back from the movie, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then the other people in the room kind of attested to the fact that like black people do get stopped more. There's just no statistics really? on it in Canada. In Canada. Like, Is there, so, are you sure there's no statistics or you just haven't searched? There isn't really statistics. Like when um 
when I search, okay, for instance, percentage of black engineers, I can't find it. When I search for, um, percentage, look, there isn't like health statistics. I went for this, um, there's this community in, um, in Ottawa, Jaku Combit. They hold like lessons and stuff. And mm-hmm. I went and there's this like health, um, woman that works for in public health. And she came and she's like, they're trying to gather more information in the black community because it's not available. So when the government allocates funds for different things, they mm-hmm. can't address our specific issues because they don't have they the don't, data. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But that's, I feel like that's very, very reckless on the government's part because, like you said, black people have been here for how long? Exactly. Long Do you think it's really reckless or it's on purpose? That's I why I was like, we we should delve a little bit into like the black history of Canada. Canada. And we we haven't, I don't, like you mentioned that you don't think that, you just feel like it's because we weren't raised in this Yeah, it's like, to know. be very, okay, so okay. like, I was, so what I was saying was, like, so um we were having the discussion before we started recording about how, um so Matilda was essentially saying that the black, I guess the black history in Canada is not really known, like it's not really documented essentially. And what I was saying is that, how are we sure it's not documented because we did not grow up in Canada. We didn't pass through the education in Canada. So it's like, maybe it's taught somewhere in the education that we have missed. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then I know Hadiza did mention that she took, I guess you can actually just say, uh, just say what you said about how you took some courses. Social studies. Oh, in the yeah. courses I took, like social studies courses I took when I came, there wasn't any, black history it was Mm -hmm. just canadian history yeah so So i think okay so this is just my opinion i feel like um the way i see canada i feel like they really don't want to address issues address like any sort of racial divide any Mm -hmm. reason for a divide they feel like addressing it or even beginning to all those statistics is it's i mean it's as plain as day right but like i feel like they want it to be that there's no divides that everybody's Mm -hmm. canadian full stop yeah Mm -hmm. that's it and it's funny because i feel like a lot of nigerians actually feel that way and if you get that feel that way like that we shouldn't have the conversations yes like i feel like i feel like they want to leave in that not leave they want to live in that idea that we're all canadians like you know there is no like racial divide there is no and like and i feel like i'll bring that up again and say that we are doing that just because we come here with a privilege no no no, i agree like i hundred percent agree and i feel like i feel like we might be enabling it yes because i like that's what i was saying before about like you know we'll be the token black person that's like encouraging white people encouraging it True. because yeah. it's like I, i've actually yeah no i, I feel like i've seen it that. like a lot of africans that come actually i won't say african i'm gonna speak for nigerians because yeah. i know us but a lot of I, Ni- I know <laughs> i know us exactly. yes. like, a lot of nigerians that come here and like especially the ones that make it because i mean we're already privileged when we come here so like chances are of us making it are like slightly higher even though they may not be always 100 percent, but like they're slightly higher but even the ones that make it like you hear them say things like oh like you know all this like race thing that happens, like it's your just, fault. It's there's just so your much fault. Like there's so much opportunity. Like you know, you're in the west. You're in you're in the abroad. <laughs> you're in the western land. <laughs> you know, mm. like essentially you have, essentially the world's your playing field type thing. But like they do not understand that they have already come in from a place of privilege. Yeah. So no, the world is not necessarily your playing field. It just so happens that your money has now made it a little bit a little bit more equal. More but then equal. you're still gonna experience some of the problems. Exactly. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I mean, there's actually a lot 
not but now that we're talking about this i'm just remembering conversations that i even had with like a friend like as far as somebody that's young and she know better nigerian and he's doing really well for himself he mm-hmm. honestly i doubt okay he works in like the finance sector oh i and, already like, know who this is yeah he's doing <laughs> he's doing pretty well for himself yeah and like he was talking about how like you know people always talk about how like you know it's hard when you're black to kind of come into the finance sector and make it and like you know and essentially like get to where it's at but he's like uh they, they're talking about it from like a place of like victimhood and like just like all these things and i'm just i was just sat there like interesting information yeah. like i don't think that that's it but yeah. like i mean like yeah interesting essentially yeah but. it's sad because when that boy brought up the um the thing mm-hmm. with the car I started being like, it's, it's sad that we're not engaging this fact, the fact that we are not, we're, we're planning on staying here, but we don't want to address the issues because mm-hmm. if we do have kids, they will grow up in this system and then we're going to have to start explaining, like, how do we explain race to kids if we ourselves don't even understand it? Because we didn't grow up here. We didn't have that. Yeah. Like, we didn't really have to deal with the nitty gritty of, like, race and stuff. We are, Our identities were, to an extent, formed. Formed, yeah. yeah we're the then, majority where we came from. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so, but um, you had a story you said. Okay, so, like, two things. Now that you guys have said this. Yeah. I also feel like it might be coming from a place of, I feel like these people have given me a chance to be here in some sort of way. So I'm appreciative. So I'm appreciative. So mm. you're not going to see the wrongs that they do, right? So it's more mm. or less like, we, whatever I'm giving, I'm going to just work with it. Like the immigrant mentality, you see this across different races and stuff like that. How mm. people's parents, immigrant parents deal with the whole lot of shit and then their children are like, what the fuck? Like you are a citizen here. There's no reason why you should deal with this m- amount of shit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. I feel like it might be a blindness like you're blindsided because of that feeling of inferiority mm-hmm. to some extent because of that and that's true like the one thing i found they, they said like the black presence in canada is rooted almost entirely in voluntary immigration mm-hmm. so like in, in america not so much yeah. so i guess they have more of like less appreciate they don't have to be appreciative they're like you forced me here yeah. but here it's like no one forced you to come yeah. and then you come yeah, and but, come but like yeah. we're yeah. also and- like but you were saying that there was slave, like slavery also happened in Canada. Yes. So, I mean, but I feel like the black press is rooted almost entirely, but not excessively. Well, what are the stats? Like, what are the stats of the people that are? Again, mm-hmm. there really is yeah, that much the, stats. Yeah. So if that's the case, if there well, really me, is not that much stats. Like, I don't know that I truly believe that. Believe like, what? Oh, that it's that, almost entirely. Yeah, no, like let me explain. Um, immigration. Even the, the people that came up north. So let me explain. Sorry. Let me get a bit into like the history and stuff so um there's a whole nova scotian like black community that have been here since like the like 17th century thereabouts and a lot of them came up during the um revolution in america Mm -hmm. when they were trying to break away from the british like america was trying to be its own country so a lot of them came up as like loyalists so like you know how canada is basically still under the british rule in a way Mm -hmm. you know the queen is still the 
Yeah, they she's still, still the mama here. Queen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. queen and stuff. <laughs> she's still on the notes and stuff. So like a lot of like black people were like, oh, okay, we are like British loyalists. So like a lot of them came up north because like slavery and everything. Uh-huh. And usually when they would come here, they would be free. And like, you know, the underground railroad thing and stuff, like uh-huh. a lot of people settled in Canada. You know, and I'm sorry, think, you know, yeah. for the longest time, I thought the underground railroad was an actual underground railroad. Uh-huh. And yeah, Mad I just wanted to throw out my ignorance. <laughs> Sorry, go right ahead. It doesn't <laughs> Wait, what's the underground railroad stretching from like America to Canada? To Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just went from the south to the north. No, I'm but, saying like, like an actual, actual railroad. underground railroad <laughs> like, stretching. They walk. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So then a lot of, even um a lot of people that were like they were loyalists so they were loyal to the british basically mm-hmm. so they're like no we're not part of america so they also moved up with their slaves and at at some point in canada slavery was allowed like slavery was a thing but i think in some parts of canada too they were like okay so you can have slaves but then once their kids become 25 they are not slaves do you get what i mean because wow, in america revolutionary <laughs> wow <laughs> so progressive so progressive love it <laughs> but there were so many different i think canada wasn't really like one thing because i think there was like new france or something like that oh yeah which is like, like Quebec, Quebec and stuff. yeah mm. so like they had a different they had a different law system from like the british side mm-hmm. so it's like when it was abolished in like the british side it wasn't necessarily the same law in mm-hmm. quebec and stuff what is now known as quebec and like new brunswick area and stuff like that so like um i think there was slavery and that's something that shocked me first of all because why do canadians act like they don't have a history of slavery because it's not i guess it wasn't e- but i mean like from what you're oh, saying it's not it as bad no but from what you're saying it doesn't seem like it was everywhere like it seems like it was mainly- oh it was though but you said Nova Scotia. No, I said like the, it was on both sides, and but when one stopped, it wasn't yeah, that nec- one, the other one stop. didn't necessarily stop. But then they eventually all stopped. Like, mm-hmm. do you get what I mean? I guess but, it's because like it probably wasn't like as rampant as in the states. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I haven't. I have so, to but then why is it still not talked this? about though? Because I guess it's like I don't know. I really don't know. I could not say, but I feel like it might be a case where, like I said, I have to go and read more on this, but where it's because it wasn't as rampant. So it's like, maybe there were like not that many, because if it's people coming with their Mm -hmm. slaves versus like, people already like here. Like, proper established. Yeah, proper established people. So it's like, for me, it's more or less about why, why I feel like it should be talked about is because it was allowed in law. Yes. Not even about like the rampantness. It, it, because it, part because it can of be your rampant, co- but if it's underground, then like, it's fair. Like, it, it we'd never allowed it in the first place, right? But mm. they did. Yeah. yeah so it was literally a law. They were like, be. if, it, um, for economic purposes only or something like that, like, okay, but that's still slavery. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you get it? And then there was even a point where, um, some of the free people that like came up to Canada, they volunteered. No, no, they volunteered to move to Sierra Leone because they were promised this idea of freedom in Canada and stuff oh, like and that. They came here. But they came here and they were faced with so much First racism. First of all, it's cold. So it's yeah, it's, red, it's <laughs> like I came from like, like the under- south. Yeah. <laughs> so they volunteered to go to Sierra Leone. So like a lot of them, um, also around the time where um, slavery was abolished and they, they were fighting for like the north versus the south in America, mm-hmm. a lot of them also came back to rejoin their family in the in america so like yes there was a big migration to canada but there was also a big migration out like because th- there was racism like even the viola what's her name the woman the, that's on the um is it the 50 dollar note 
the black the black woman Canadian woman so like a woman in um a black woman when I see her I'm like she's she light skinned look, she doesn't look black, black yeah, but still that that's to show you the extent of racism that was there and that was 1946 so Vala Desmond she was watching a, a movie uh, in a segregated cinema so that existed too uh, in Nova Scotia basically and she was dragged out of the theater for basically not sitting I guess she didn't yeah she looks mixed she looks mixed like but like those kind of things were happening in Canada and there was even a point in time where there was a law to not allow certain colored immigrants into Canada so in 1910 the government of Canada implemented a new immigration act that barred immigrants into Canada from races deemed undesirable and very few black people entered Canada over the next couple of decades so like i mean that's something that the u.s has been seen to do so it's kind of like there are so many parallels but yet like i guess because like with i think with the black american experience they kind of experienced the same thing kind of at the same time so it was easier to address those issues do you get as one voice do you get Mm -hmm. but in canada it's like so many different black experiences Mm, coming together and not being able to pinpoint these are the problems we need to solve because we kind of have different um, problems in different communities yeah what? confuses the the other the narrative and yeah. like stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah this okay reminds me back to my first story right uh-huh. so where i used to work um they use cotton decorations on in february <laughs> right like as for cotton 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 like, cotton, like the plant, right? absolutely but then i mean me i go to work to hustle right so i swear <laughs> i didn't notice the decoration but why what's the reason that they use cotton no I, I because it, I, I don't know they right? were incensed so, like so, they didn't so what it is think about it right it's that they didn't think about it and so, it was february black history february. month that's when they decided to put the cotton decorations that is so up. problematic yeah so yeah exactly so what it is is i i i swear i didn't notice the cotton this thing right <laughs> because our forefathers didn't pick the cotton so um oh my god then i i was like okay so the owner came to me and she was like oh hadiza um, I was speaking to, first of all, she didn't know who, <laughs> which up. one of us, because there are two black people that were working there. She didn't know which one of us brought to the attention that the cuts in this thing. So she was not saying, oh, this is Canada, da, 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 da. And I was just like, okay, first of all, I'm not the one. I didn't even notice it was there. But then I think you should speak to the person that, the yeah, person that brought it up. <laughs> I am Nigerian. She was Jamaican, eh? Yeah. So okay. I am Nigerian. So I don't have that historical like, like it's, in, not significant it's not significant to your history. history. It's yeah. not significant to my history, but it is to hers. Hers, and I guess a lot of customers who came in because I now spoke to, because I didn't even know that was a problem. The girl hadn't even spoken to me about it. So when I now went to go and tell the girl what the owner said, and the girl was like, "Oh, that for her, she, she too looky small. She didn't care that much. I mean, she saw it and she was like, oh, 'Oh, what's this?'" But then a lot of customers, black customers, black customers coming in was like, "What the hell is this?" Right. So it wasn't just. It's not about her. It was about like. The customers coming in and stuff like that. So for me, it was like, is it that the owner too doesn't know about the significance of cutting in black history? Because I think, okay, for me, for for example, for me, like me being Nigerian, I did not notice it. But if I had a store and I had decorations, if I see cutting decoration, there's nothing that would like, as in, I wouldn't 
as in at some point of picking the cotton decoration it's occurred to me that it's also <laughs> yeah, black this history is black history, like, 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 mm. what so message are you trying to send well, I, like, I so is it that there's no like, association cotton is not even a nice decoration like it's not like <laughs> the way they made no, it no, like no, it's, it's, it's a very artistic store eccentric store oh okay because I'm like I don't like I just don't grab like why would I always go and put cotton ball <laughs> on my the, like? <laughs> yeah. So it's just they don't. Nobody's talking about this. So like, people, it's not on people's minds at the forefront of people's minds. Like, can you imagine the owner was even like, why is she offended by the? Like, she was kind of offended that that she was offended in a way. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would she think that she's racist enough mm-hmm. to do that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I think a lot of a lot of Canadians are very ignorant. Like, a lot of them are. I mean, I mean, like, a lot of them might be actually racist, but I think I that we like... don't, we might not experience, like, racism to its fullest extent because mm. we're in Ontario where people are surrounded. Try moving to Halifax no, or No, but, Nova like, Scotia. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I was even going to say, <laughs> like, a lot of people... Are, like even in Ontario are very ignorant because like like for instance prime example whenever I change my hair at work like it's like I mean to be very like to be very honest like the hair thing and I feel like and we spoke about like this in the hair episode and stuff like that but coming from Nigeria to me it's like yes hair is a very very great beautiful thing and I love it I play with my hair but and like it's just it just it was just not at the forefront of my identity like when I think of my identity I don't think of yeah. my hair if that makes sense. So it's like, I mean, when I came here and like, you know, you change your hair for like, oh, wow, wow, type of thing. It's like, okay, like, obviously, but the more I learned about like being like b- black history mm-hmm. in America anyways, the more I kind of saw the significance of hair mm-hmm. in like, like in the like as a as a black woman in the Western world essentially. Yeah. So it's like at work you I actually experience like a lot of ignorance. Like some of them are actually inquisitive in a very respectful way yeah. like I, productive like the other way day, too. Yeah. yeah like the other day like on friday i had a co-worker and he's, he's actually not white he's um Arab. middle eastern yeah. but like i had him like respectfully ask he like he actually paused and he's like you know tiffany i've been meaning to ask type thing like you know and i think your hair is very beautiful i'm just very like you know i was just wondering yes. how long it took type thing but it's like you find like and there's this person at work who always does this every single time i change my hair shall not be named she would come up and touch it and like rub it and pull it Madu. and like i like every single time i turn my hair i would actively avoid oh her God. i would act oh God, like no I do, you, do you guys have do you guys have work bcs i have this video about don't touch my head it's a ted talk you should send it to the oh I, oh I don't have it we don't do that but honestly oh. i really feel like i should because it's like it's like and i feel like they're ignorant because like i feel like to her she doesn't know why it's I a think problem you should go pull her but hair and see what i think i should do that yeah. i think i should I absolutely that's do that I, I love your hair yeah. do with my yeah, progression I, I don't even like her hair it looks greasy all the time i really feel like i should because it's like i feel like to her she doesn't because to her she's admiring it right it's just like mm. this is this nice new hair but then it's mm. like but it's, it's just like you don't touch you someone's don't, hair without asking it's yeah it's but like, it's like there's I'm, a lot of that Jesus that happens. Christ. Like there's a lot of that that happens at mm. work. It's like is it touching of the hair? It's the like. But I think the, but no, even in what you're saying, we're also not even addressing like the systemic problem. Yeah, which seems to be. I feel like. I think that when Canadians bring up the fact that we're not as bad as like the US, they talk about like, you know, yes, we might be ignorant, but like mm-hmm. we don't mean it intentionally. Yeah, exactly. But there is still some intention. Like you don't have a history the way that they have mm-hmm. and not still have systemic problems mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Like I still think that like the micro microaggressions, yes, we need to address it, mm-hmm. but there's actual systemic problems that we might like be, um, 
ignorant to even mm-hmm. but like how do we solve it being being black still and it's still affecting what we consider our people which is kind mm-hmm. of where she comes with it should be more political than cultural actually i agree speaking of the systemic thing i feel like we i do need to send a bc actually work <laughs> no not that i thought about it because like i remember the experience that i said that i wasn't going to like to name like the experience that yes yes i said and it's like that is our actual problem because yes. like like that that's and, like person of that power is, like that yeah that's a person of power and it's like that would that could actually impede my growth yes in the company but it's like i feel like i feel like then i remember being very very pissed about it like and i know i know i'm sorry i'm leaving you guys in the dark i'm not actually saying what it is but yeah. if you message me i could definitely tell you about it i just would rather not air it but yeah. um it's like I remember when that happened. I remember being very, very, very upset. But it's like, I just didn't know what to do. I was just like, this thing has happened and I'm pretty sure it has happened to somebody else. But it's like, I just did not know what to do. Like, how do I address address it? it? Who do I address it to? Like, we don't have like a black... Like I mean, like now we just we, like we, we, just, we just have like a like a, a woman's thing that just came about, like a woman's group. But we don't have like a black people's group that like you know where we can like where it's like a safe space for like black people to be like, oh, this happened to me. Oh, like you know my manager touched my hair today. Oh, my manager like I mean like we don't have I mean, my my manager doesn't touch my hair by the way, but <laughs> hey, he's not the one. He's a guy. Well, like we don't have that safe space, so it's like how do you even speak on that type of thing? They don't even identify the fact that like, there's a differentness because the girl also brought up the fact that, um, in Canada, a lot of times, like they just say black, like they would say Chinese Indian, like when they ask you to identify like your, your ethnicity and stuff, they will say Chinese, they'd say Indian, then they'll go black. Mm. And then, like or this black sounds like African, yeah, like black, black. <laughs> like I which guess. one? <laughs> yeah. So it's just I think that like the problem with addressing racism in Canada might be rooted in the fact that we are so different, um, like it, from community to community, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like how do we we need like where do we start to from? get together to kind of like address issues and try to empathize across the um board to be like yes, there's some with more privilege than others Mm -hmm. and like we don't necessarily have the same historical context of everything but then here we are still in the same position still experiencing Mm -hmm. the exact same thing so it should be we should stop focusing heavily although it's a really nice thing to be like you know black history month there's you know culture events and stuff like black culture events that's nice which is really black american culture (laughs) yes a lot of what we do is black Black american i remember one guy also saying that he was like a lot of times growing up in Canada and he's, um, he's of, he was of, um, Caribbean descent, mm-hmm. but he grew up here and he was born here. So it, it's all he knows. But he was like growing up, he didn't cre- quite understand what it really meant to be black. So a lot mm-hmm. of times when he was like, um, trying to, to act out blackness, it was mm-hmm. always influenced by American mm-hmm. blackness. I feel like black a lot American. of, a lot of, even like Nigerians, to be very honest, that like grew I see, up here. like that grew up here, even like Nigerians in Nigerian, in, I said Nigeria, in Nigeria right now, yeah. whenever they try to like, 
not act black, but like whatever, like they come here or something. And like, or whatever they're talking about, like anything black related, it's like they usually draw from the black American American experience experience. as opposed to their experience as Nigerians. So as opposed to like even the black British experience, because black British experience is definitely something different. Mm -hmm. It's like every like most black most nigerians or most black people here even and even with the way they speak sometimes yeah like, the speaking yeah. thing is a really weird thing. one it's, it's very interesting i'm just like yeah. where so like so does that mean the word black is african-american not necessarily all black people i feel like a lot of times it was well, like i, I think I, it's I, your interpretation of your, it. yeah but i feel like a lot of times that's the culture that most black people identify, draw, identify with. with except i feel like it's really people in like the uk that I have seen that identify with something slightly different because they have. But even theirs is like the ident they say black, but then a lot of the culture is still heavily influenced by like Jamaican culture. Yeah, by Jamaican culture as I mean? well. Yeah. So I feel like every time there's like a common like like when we're trying to be black in a Western thing, we have to we kind of drop what our black like what our specific version of blackness Mm -hmm. is and try to pick this general idea of what um, blackness is like culturally but that might be where the problem starts i don't know like i i enjoy doing like i know i mean it's like it's 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 weird it's it's because it's like it's something that unifies us right yeah because it's like you know we can all be like hey we're black like you know aid like you know like pull from the black american culture and like we, we would all understand what we're doing oh my god yeah. i thought your mama was about to do some british slang now no no no. <laughs> no 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 like, we can all, like, <laughs> no but we can all like pull from that culture and like it's like we all understand it but like mm-hmm. i feel like as great and as unifying that is it's not really helpful when we're when we're trying to discuss how to make our experiences better because our experiences as much as they might be similar they're not the same they're not yeah so it's like if we're not speaking about our experiences if we're saying oh we are for instance um let's say we're like oh yeah like and uh the confederate flag and how it just really really upsets me yeah it's like there's no confederate flag <laughs> in canada you yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like you know it's like so if, if the canadian government says i mean there might be a confederate flag somewhere that i don't know about <laughs> but if the canadian government tries to there's probably address, like a version of it a version it's yeah. kind of like why are you upset about something that is not that is not affect, affect directly so like how is the canadian you? government going to address what is making so, you ex- angry if it's not even if, their government exactly so, you're gonna so exactly. are you basically saying because we all appear similar we all are make trying to make ourselves appear similar even though we're not when it's actually time to address issues that affect one specific type of black person because we appear similar we'll now speak for those black people as if we are them yes. yeah exactly we are speaking we're speaking for each other's experiences because like they've already grouped us in this general thing and, we and when ourselves. we when we play along with that we mm-hmm. are one thing mm-hmm. it it negates the problems of other um communities, communities yeah. within blackness mm-hmm. like do you get what i mean because we'd say we'd speak as if we have the same experience they With have the because other, we're yeah, acting yeah. like them exactly yeah. and i mean there's to be very honest like there's nothing like like you said like it's nice like there's like if like we're having parties and things like that like there's nothing wrong in i mean i, I don't actually i don't know if there's anything wrong i should not say there's nothing wrong but like <laughs> i like i mean it feels good to like you know be unified with that one common culture that we have now kind of termed as a black as black a black culture, culture. but yeah. it's like i feel like when we are discussing with like ways to make change ways to implement change and like things like that it's it's not right period it's not productive it's it's not productive to speak about it from that point of view when that is not actually your point of view Mm -hmm. which is why i feel like sometimes it's even hard for me to like 
speak of like i guess racism that i experienced here or something like that because it's like i it's like i try to speak speak about it and i and i find myself even pulling from like um stories i've heard in like i'm like you know and i'm just like that is like i'm like i like i I know it's a problem that is like they're experiencing but it's not a problem i'm experiencing like Mm -hmm. i'm probably experiencing something else it's actually funny i remember her first year um who's an at my um old roommate she uh was on a bus and this white woman refused to sit beside her and it was so and that, that is very common on the bus yeah it's very it's very common and sometimes I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse because it's kind of like i don't i want my own space but yeah. then why are you guys sitting everywhere else but next but, to me but next to me yeah but it's fine and like and that's a and like for instance like that's a problem like that's yeah. a problem that we experience and i mean as much as it's an experience i'm pretty sure other people in america have that experience but for instance now like using houston as an example people don't really take the bus like that in Houston. Yeah. So like, they probably don't talk about that as much mm-hmm. as we can probably talk about it, about it here. Cause the bus Ottawa. culture is like, is, is very different. Huge. Yeah, yeah. It's you very know, huge. You in know, Ottawa. okay. Oh my God. Sorry. This is going to sidetrack a little bit, but like I was speaking to a Nigerian, like someone I know who's, I'm not going to say who, so I'm just going to say someone I know who's mm-hmm. a Nigerian. And they were talking about like, they were, they basically were like, if, somebody doesn't want to sit on the bus on the sit next to them on the bus they don't see that as an issue issue because it's like it's your problem if you don't want to sit next to me because of your biases i also have biases too and i can choose not to sit next to someone on the bus because of my biases something like that something okay that sounds like a problematic view not like not like like kind of like oh is it is it does it affect the other person if like I choose not to sit next to them because I just don't more like not really a view more like a question like is it does it affect the next person I I mean sometimes again I'm happy that they're not sitting next to me Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I still know that that is gonna like in that specific it translates into different things things. yeah it's not just not just the bus bus. because if it was just the bus I bless yeah bless but that is gonna transfer to my workplace that is gonna transfer to every like if you think about it even if it was just the bus like think of like a child like a 10 year old or an 11 year old still building their self esteem and somebody decides to not sit down next to them because of the color because they look of their skin it's like even though it's just the bus, it's like the message is now the yeah, message has been like it has been mm-hmm. sent. It, 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 so it's like, and I feel like a lot of Nigerians actually do that thing. Like I've heard it so many times. That's it's like, in that's Nigerian what, comments. We do what that, that comments. comments that, oh, like how yeah, is that affecting me? Yeah, how's that affecting me? Like you know, I can like I can just go and sit somewhere else. It's yeah. like it's because it's because we are coming from a place where we have been in few. Like it's like our blackness has never been a problem. Yes. It's like we know our blackness absolutely. It's, it's the majority. How can yeah. your blackness be a, be a problem, problem type thing? It's, it's like, I mean, yes, there's like colorism and like there's things to deal with. But it's but never it's like been just because I'm black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like ultimately it's just because, you know. And yeah. you know what's very crazy as well? Because like a lot of people will also want to group it as like the African immigrant experience. But say Kenya, for instance, mm-hmm. they have they have a mix of black and white people. Mm-hmm. So they would have grown up with those issues. So like, yeah, like if, South Africa yeah, or South Africa, they would understand oh, yeah. more, even the context. So mm-hmm. if we're all to come here and even start generalizing with like African immigrants, that would also still not be like mm-hmm. appropriate or productive because there are so many different experiences. So is it fair to it's say, just, go ahead. I, I just feel like we need to find a way to have discussions to solve problems 
without being divisive Mm -hmm. like and that's i I think that's why people fear these kind of conversations because they are scared that if we start having these conversations like everyone is going to not want to identify with this one thing because we still have Mm -hmm. general black issues to address as a community of black mm-hmm. people but it's kind of like how can we also talk about our individual individual issues mm-hmm. without having to divide too much i feel like we need like a house of reps <laughs> a like black, black house people, of reps like a black house of reps like i mean I, I feel like especially in canada to be honest because because like you said like it's a place of like immigrants in a sense yeah. like a lot of people come from like different backgrounds and stuff like that so i feel like i mean to be honest even if it's like you're trying to do east africa south africa west africa because i feel like most west african experiences are the same i might not be all it might not be all like you know most so it's like even if you're getting like two reps from there type thing it's like but i feel like that's another reason why people actually probably don't want to do this because it's just going to be a lot of work like i can't even imagine the amount of like work and like discussions that would have to be taking place like you know it's now like another set of like politics where it's like okay so all of you have brought your issues now which one do we want to address address first first. so it's like i feel like it it definitely is going to take a lot of work but and time and time and it's just energy and it's just like a lot but i do think it has to be done i don't have an answer to that question what question? Like, question? like how do we uh, it's not be just divisive? It seems really complicated. It's, even, it's complicated, but it's even like the problem we're having with Nigeria, mm-hmm. where it's like a lot of different people coming together, but we're trying to work towards this one state thing. Mm-hmm. I see the problems as very, very similar because we have very different cultures, but like how do we have the conversation about Biafra and like, you know, a lot of mm. like the bad things that have happened in our history without being divisive. And that's what people fear that if we start having the discussion of Igbo people and how they've been like, you know, oppressed or like in this context, like, making it parallel to like black people and the shit that they've gone through in this in this country Mm -hmm. if we start discussing that they feel like it's going to cause a problem Mm -hmm. and division and like they don't want to see themselves as these bad people and stuff and come to terms with like the fact that this has happened (laughs) yeah you know so it's kind of like i feel like it's a denial that we're all in but the issues will continue until those discussions happen so Mm -hmm. see it as hard yes but then it has to happen yeah for like a better a better experience, experience. a better black experience mm-hmm. yeah and that f- for that unification to even happen because mm-hmm. it's f- right now is a full unification yeah it's, n- it's not true mm-hmm. it's just a, a facade they put on and canadians can put on facade oh in fact there's a like, name that's that your middle name facade. <laughs> facade. <laughs> like that is your middle name she put it on their fa- passport because there's so many like conversations i've had with canadians that it's very very passive aggressive oh they, yes. they are the like masters what? of passive aggression. Like Can you give like, me an example? I don't know. Okay. No. If I give an example, it's going to be specific. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to call anyone out. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's no need for that. But I'm, it's just been plenty. Like, you know, their real intention mm-hmm. in this, but they are smiling through it. And that's why a lot of people think that Canadians, Canadians are, are these nice, nice people. Uh, and even but, speaking about that nice, and I feel like they also just want to feed off that nice thing for the longest forever. time. Forever. Like, they don't want people to actually see that they absolutely suck. <laughs> like, no, to be honest, it's like they just want to be like, oh yeah, we're nice. Oh yeah, we say sorry a lot. So I'm just like, oh, sorry. I don't, okay. Okay, like, 
all right <laughs> like no. yes you say sorry but do you even mean it or <laughs> like, is it just a thing you're sorry it's just to. a word that you say like the same way you say a every two seconds like, <laughs> i don't grab like it's like no honestly there's a lot and i feel like i'm, I'm actually me i'm learning to be passive aggressive so and the person i get to with me i brought i fire back i fire like back. a canadian How like canadian. the way that they don't like they just don't pinpoint problems they don't have confrontations they have. Oh my god! I just. They I just, just don't. Wow, have that really just hit like a very, <laughs> very, very. Yeah, like it's very uncomfortable to witness because it's kind of like just say the problem, just exactly. say it. I just put a word on it, and that's exactly uh, what like the whole like the whole we're not like Americans. Sorry, thing. guys, this just resonates my spirit. So I feel like I could cry. <laughs> I, could sh- I could shed a tear. <laughs> Tears, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's just it. Yeah. So it's like yeah, we just need to really understand. And I'm trying to wrap it up, but I don't think there's really a good way to wrap it up. I like you said a lot. Honestly, just, yeah. just take notes. Yeah, take and notes you can help us wrap it things. up. <laughs> so, like, we also want to hear your ideas. Um, the audiences. <laughs> we want to hear what you guys think about. And if you're not listening from Canada, that's fine. We have a lot of um, American listeners as well. So we want to hear from you guys. What is your perception of what exactly blackness is? Mm-hmm. And what has been your experience with blackness? And have you had any ideas? idea of what being black canadian is have you ever given it a thought if you're not in canada and even if you are like we want to hear what that means to you mm-hmm. and i feel like th- there's also a sense of like not even identifying as canadians a lot of us at least not yet or even after like we get the citizenship like we still don't really we don't still see ourselves as part of the system mm. In a weird way. I don't know. I don't am think. Canadian. <laughs> I will be Canadian. Like, okay, for instance, I was having a conversation with someone at some point and we're talking about how we need to establish ourselves in and build generational wealth as like black mm-hmm. Nigerians here. We don't pull each other up. But one of the things that came up is that if you don't see this place as your Your home, home, how are you going to build in it? Let me tell you what the problem is. The problem is the cold. It's too cold. <laughs> no, honestly, it's too cold to build a future. It's too cold to build a future because it's like I mean, I've, I've thought about it. I'm not even like, and I know it sounds so fickle. Yeah, but like I've thought about it. Like, okay, I want to buy a house here. Type like things like that. But it's just like I really, really want just want to be here just for, for the six months of, of the year. <laughs> like it's only six months that I actually fully want to be in this country. Like the other six months, like when I make it, I don't want to be here the other six months. But it's mad because like if we, I think it's fine if you don't want to be here it's like it's completely fine whatever you choose to do mm-hmm. but it's just like we can't address problems if we don't really feel like we yeah, are yeah if we're not like well, we're like one leg in one leg mm-hmm. out do you get what I mean I guess maybe if they made it like if like if we're able to address the problems and, it, and this could actually just be like a circle like what came first the egg or the chicken but if like we're able to address the problems maybe I'll feel more like this is my country and I would want to you know put like put put down roots here but maybe I just don't want to put down roots because I don't really feel like this is my home but at the same time, it might be. It's because, kind of oh, it's like a yeah, circle. Like a it circle. might be because so, they don't make yeah, it feel like they don't this make is your feel home. Like it's home. So why would I want to put that? Yes, and then yes. A lot of around. people. It's so weird because like I feel like a lot of Canadians have this. White Canadians specifically have this. They every time you tell you tell them, oh yeah, I came from Nigeria and stuff like that at school, and like they know you're already working and everything. They're like, oh yeah, so do you plan on moving back and stuff like mm. that? They always ask that question, almost like urging you to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like. 
I mean, did your it's grandfather like, go did, back? Did you plan to move back to Ireland? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Did your great grandfather Spain? <laughs> go back? So it's kind oh of. Oh my god, I find <laughs> immigration question like conversations hard to have with Canadians because there's just always this undertone of me trying to prove or not prove something. Mm, I feel every I, time I I'm having mean. those kind of I don't have those conversations, conversations with them. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't, I, just don't. I don't. I yeah, don't. But then I every don't. time I feel it come up, I give an answer depending on who I'm speaking to. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like there's always this like kind of go back to your country kind of thing. Yeah, or, or like, are you really staying? Are you really staying? Like, yeah, I'm like, why yeah. are you staying? Mm. Do you want to take our resources? That kind of like, thing. I only have it mm. with like other immigrants like, immigrants yes yeah. <laughs> i was like it's just it, it's not your business like what is your business do you need to know i, this? I feel like it's it's crazy because like in all of these discussions and i think uh, I, I think we should bring it up more often because it's also like the aboriginals like this is proper oh their own God. land yes. so all of us that are saying canada is a mixing pot i'd be melting it's pot no it's really. not it was someone's land and you i know? feel like you know it's so funny because bringing up the aboriginals like i feel like that is a prime example of how canadians sweep things under the rug of how they try to do you know how like they just don't want to confront a thing is the aboriginals the way they have would I even say neglected? Just the way they have decided to not deal with the issues that they are experiencing or not bring to light those the issues or like the issues that they Residential experience. Residential schools? Like, honestly, like the aboriginals that leave like up... Would it be North. Up? Is it North? Sha- you know what I mean? The like, territories. The basically. territories, like those yeah. quarter lands where it's like buying one chicken can be $50 or can mm-hmm. be $500. It's like those experiences are not being like talked about. They're not being broadcasted. I'm not honestly, to be very honest, like before we even get to, are we ever even good to get to black people because they have not even, they've gotten not even got into like the owners of the, the land. Owners of the land. <laughs> is it us? So is it us, us that one? You just came in. <laughs> you know what I like researching on this topic? I was like, I think that we as the Africa Lipsa hosts, we should mm-hmm. take a trip to Nova Scotia once and like, kind of like interview because they have the oldest um black communities mm. there because they are kind of the ones that came and settled um here um with the whole american mm-hmm. they were migration, slaves, yeah. migration yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so i think it, it's it's mad that like we when we think about black people we think about like recent immigrants mm-hmm. but there's people that have also literally been here, been here and built that the country nice, with them actually, but I, I think I would, it would I would be up to amazing. go in the summer but that would be nice of course of yeah. course is it <laughs> that's all I mean it's like just six months of the year I just want to the other yeah. six months yeah. I just want people's to go to work stories would sleep. flow better in the summer imagine somebody trying to tell you about and they're cold outside they'll even be angry I think we should do that I think we should become a traveling podcast Oh, we can be like a travel. Oh God, what's that word? The traveling. It's it's left me. What, what like are you looking for? The traveling something or something. Anyways, yes, we'll become the exactly. traveling something Africa like, episode team. Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. the traveling podcast, and like we come mm-hmm. back. Like we'll start this year. I'm actually so down coming. for that. No, You'll no, see the I'm down. There's actually an airline that's coming to Ottawa that is meant to provide cheap flights. I'm so, scared of those things. Cheap I don't want to die in that. Feel like they've already started doing it in other provinces. I've heard about it. Yeah. Oh, heard like a new yeah, airline. Yeah, like in, in newer airlines, meant to be like more Inter Canada. Yeah, cheap. It's like 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 fifty. Because you know how traveling within Canada is like hella Canada expensive? expensive. Because they're not like competitors and stuff. They're just. Yeah. Air Canada Monop- wants to sponsor us, Monopoly. Because- See, Air 
Loki, imagine if Air Canada sponsors us. Like, the so black, we black, black History Month. Black, oh my Honestly, gosh. You guys, my... ideas, ideas. Wow. Reach us. out to us. Should reach we out to us? Air Canada and be like, yeah, yeah, we'll be like, we want to. We can her. do it. We want no, to because... voice the black community in mm. like, Canada and like, you know. And guilt them to giving us a Exactly. I beg, I beg, I'll take it. <laughs> I, <will laughs> guess, I mean, like, what's the worst they can say? No. Yeah. Guys, that's actually my said to them. I'm down for this. I will draft the email. How do you do this thing? How do you do it? I'll do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's quickly go into lessons from the week. Okay. I nominate Ooh, Matilda I to go first. lesson as well. Yeah, I think okay. you should go first. No, no. She I feel like y'all are always attacking me. We're not always. But I, I will let you. I'll let you attack mm-hmm. me. Because this one, I actually gave it thought. Hmm. I think we live in such... I realize that we live in such a fast paced world and it's mad madu like <laughs> like we if, if things are moving so fast that sometimes we do get time to reflect of, on everything that's coming our way but like a lot of times we don't and i think you really really although like you were young and cuz i'm this kind of person that i i really do believe that being young right now is when i should build so many things that and like i give everything like my everything like i'm always busy mm-hmm. but my mental health is also very very important to me so like I haven't really had a day to proper sit down and reflect on so many things that have been being thrown my way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like today I I got the chance to do that. And I, I really understood the importance of it because I am not processing things as they are coming in, to me. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I might just be sad or have reactions to things that I don't understand but it's just because I'm moving like it's next thing next thing yeah. next thing next thing and I I don't have time to process things mm. so I think those days that you stay at home you might see it as a waste of time and today I, 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 I was like I'm wasting my time but I really wasn't like I had the chance to proper proper process things and it was very solemn me I'm always like happy like I'm always like ha ah, shouting da 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 <laughs> but when I'm solemn, I think that there needs to be times and periods where I proper, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I process things like properly. And I do it often. I just didn't realize that I hadn't had the time to do that in the, in the last couple of months and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's important. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was actually very deep. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Um, <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. My lesson from the week is, and I feel like I actually just mentioned, I mentioned it a little bit, but it's like, what's the worst they could say? No. Like, yeah. that's my lesson. Cause it's like, I feel like there was, so there is somebody that I was kind of putting off reaching out to since last year, like probably since like probably like October of last year. Anyways, like some months ago. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, ah, oh, how do I structure this email? How do I send this out? Like, what if they reject me? Like, you know, just all this orishi orishi. And it's just like, Oh, she, she means a lot of things that you're about. Yeah. <laughs> but like, or like, just all of this. Me I feel like you're um, appropriating my culture. <laughs> Girl. Um, I grew up in Lagos. Please, it's can my you culture. Uh, hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! But anyway. Hold anyways, up, hold up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like I was just like, I was really stressed about it. And I, I knew I was going to have to send out the email anyways, like, regardless. Yeah. Like, I knew I was going to have to send out the email. And then when I finally did, like, person was so chill about it. He was just like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 
I'm just like, bro, I have spent like yeah. months <laughs> crafting this in my head. Like, you know, yeah. I was like, I was making tactics. Just do it. I was like, bro, and I just did it. And it was just like a simple answer of yes. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like really and truly. And I feel like I actually say this to people and I, I do it in other aspects of my life, but I guess like I just don't do it in like major aspects of my life kind of thing. But it's mm-hmm. really and truly like what's the worst they could say? Like, just go ahead and do it. Like, just, just send out the email. Just do what you have to do. And I've, and I've implemented it before it's just you know not in this way so yeah i really really that's what i learned this week yeah Yeah. this is a call out to anyone that's listening and is putting off doing anything just Just do do it it, bro just just do it absolutely do it yeah like the nike slogan nike (laughs) do it nike you know africa lives do it do it (laughs) tired of you you? um i don't know if i have a lesson from the week i just know that i really love frankie from grace and frankie Mm. It's a show. Interesting. I when love did you start because, watching that? Hmm? When did I stop start watching it? Yeah. Like um probably like two weeks ago or something. Who's Frankie? Like why why do you love him? I love her. Her, sorry. Because Frankie is Frankie's a woman in her seventies. That's your lesson from the week. That's my dude. And she's a woman. Who, sometimes just relax, I guess. That's <laughs> that's sometimes watch Grace and Frankie. Yeah. yeah. She's a woman who like She's reached the point in her life where she absolutely doesn't give a shit. Well, I should hope that you've reached that I point. I thought Frankie was a guy. No. No, no, Frankie's a girl. Okay. He's a woman. Yeah, yeah. So she just doesn't give a shit. Guy, yeah, if you're 70 and you still give a shit, like, that's kind of sad. No, but a lot of people in their 70s, no, 70s give a shit. Mad. Too. Can you imagine living that old and, like, still caring? I feel yeah. like the more... The older I get, the more I actually don't care what people think about me. Like when I when when I was younger and I used to see like adults just basically comfortable in their own skin, I used to be like, so like, how did you get there? You know, I can't wait till I hit thirty. Yeah, I think it's just so many years in your skin that you're just like, I beg, I'm like, I can't be care about. I like, think it's mean, also... not even in my skin. It's just like to just come home and just watch TV. Sorry, like I just want that, like to just like oh, not. Why can't care? you come home and watch TV? Because I feel like I have a lot of what I need to do. Oh, where you it's get like, to a point, you mean, where, yeah. you point where you build things? Exactly. Like I feel like honestly, uh, like I feel like when I when I when I get to my thirties, like bruh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I must relax. by then I must have built stuff. Cause same, I just relax. same. Exactly. But hustling like, is a lot right lot. now. Like it's a lot. Your twenties is just so much pressure. It's just a lot. Like. I, like you know how people are like oh like you know I just like let's just go for drinks type thing like you know just yeah I'm like yeah we'll, we'll, like we'll just go out we'll just go for a drink today we'll just go home and like you know watch this show and I'm just like but like I have this thing I want to do and <laughs> yeah, that thing and I want to do yeah. and it's like ah man I can't wait till I knock my thirties yeah love that for me by God's grace yeah it'll be all good amen, amen. <laughs> and we'll all be established and like we'll look back at this and be like twenties were the ghetto <laughs> All right, guys, it's been your host, Matilda. Your host, Hadiza. And your other host, Imama. And you've been listening to Africa Lizzo Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. That's actually <laughs> <laughs>